4: Wake that ass
3: up early. in the morning. The Breakfast Club.
0: Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, mean the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the
3: building. Yes, sir. If hey, y'all I'm cracking, What's Welcome. happening, though? What up? How y'all been, man? i have seen a long time. Yeah, it's been that, a long time yeah, since yeah, I've been in this time. seat. That hoodie hard. Oh, thank you, brother. Yeah, I like that. With the pick on the front. Yeah, yeah, my girl Keisha uh, hooked me up with this real quick. What's up, Keisha? What up, Keisha? Now, you, I saw you, you was hosting the Martin reunion, man, on BET+. Plus. Yeah. How was that? Let me
6: tell you something, man. We all grew up on Martin. Absolutely. And, you know, it's, it's one thing to be able to, like, imagine if you watched Sanford and Son all your life. Right. And yeah. you was able to sit on the junkyard and interview them on the set. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So for me, it was like Martin is one of my biggest influences. So to be able to sit in that seat and ask all of the, the questions as a fan, that it, it's still mind-blowing. It hasn't even <laughs> s- sunk in that mm. I was on the set. Talking to Martin in, in, in the cast.
3: Was it, was, did he handpick you, or like how did that come about?
6: Yeah, yeah I got a relationship with Martin. He's my big okay. bro. Okay. So we've worked together before. Uh, Tisha, Tashina, I got a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they reached out. They was like, yo, A, if we want you to do it, you're the guy. I was like, say less. What's Dope. Now get, you my, do... get my mauve suit.
0: You got, you got see <laughs> mauve. It's, 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 it's mauve. It's mauve. It's mauve. Now, now you do it's uh, mauve. You do it pre- pretty much everybody's voices. You, you make fun of everybody with skits. Has anybody ever stepped to you where it was like, you know what? Maybe I should not be in the same building with that person again. Just, just Charlemagne. Did Charlemagne. Charlemagne threatened my life one time. Never.
3: That never happened. Come
6: on. It never happened. Nah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How does that look? Charlemagne threatening my life. Exactly. Me, anybody's life.
6: Right. Nah. Um. <laughs> nobody. Nobody. T- t- the thing about it is when people see me do impressions of them especially in the hip hop world mm-hmm. they know that I'm a hip hop head yeah. so nas for example asked me to do him before he asked me pause. pause he asked super me pause, to do it pause. pause jesus christ he super bowl <laughs> <laughs> before you got to it I was like wait a second <laughs> that didn't come out right <laughs> but yeah he asked me to do an impression of him And <laughs> <laughs> hey, i know y'all niggas ain't laughing cuz y'all was fingering a booty hole <laughs> with no pause. With no pause. <laughs> it was nothing but lotion. It was plenty of lubrication. And this nigga was giggling. Envy was like, <laughs> you, want me to, you want me to put my finger in there? Wait, wait.
4: Ah, I've never
6: done this before. You see, right?
3: You try to act disgusting. Like, you want me to put my finger in there? I thought it was a cake. I was like, the only thing left to do is to cut this shit and eat it. <laughs> with no pause.
0: So, do you ever play gay, uh, gay games with your friends? Whoa, God wait, damn. wait a
6: second. How
0: did we get here?
6: <laughs> no, I've never done what you guys have done. <laughs> what the fuck is going on, man? You brought Where, it up. Look, where's Angela Yee when you need her? <laughs> The female presence in this bitch. I need a vagina too, in
3: the room. Yeah, too much, too much masculine energy. Yeah. I think it's masculine. I think it ain't masculine, but it's definitely dick. It's, there's a lot of <laughs> a lot of balls in here today. A lot of balls. Now, do you? Do you where would you rank yourself uh, as, as as an impressionist when it comes to like Jay Farrell?
6: I don't. Godfrey. I, I, I've gone on record as to say Jay Farrell is impressionist 2.0. Mm-hmm. I don't consider myself an impressionist. That's if if you Ooh. believe that or not, mm-hmm. I really? consider myself an artist who plays the part. I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. So the same way you see Denzel play whoever, uh, Hurricane Carter or Malcolm X, he dives into the role mm-hmm. and he gives you, you know what I'm saying, the, the the details that you need for that character. That's how I am with impressions too. Okay. Because I don't just do impressions. But as far as the ranking the impressionists, to me, Jay Farrow and Godfrey are two of the best that I've ever seen. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Easily. So... So yeah, if I had to rank myself out of them, I mean Ari Spears too. He's he's another goat with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't rank myself. I I would put all of them before me. Jay put he put you yeah. up there. Jay said he thinks
3: you one of the best impressionists. Well, that's very humble of him. Thank you, Jay Farrell. Appreciate that.
6: But no, I I think they do way more impressions than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You way do Jay more. Jay Nas. Yeah, I, I mean, I do a few. Like, I do the, the Russell Simmons. Russell Simmons, <laughs> oh, you know, yeah, 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 Russell, J and then the newest one I've been doing over the pandemic was Maya Angelou. Everybody was like, how the fuck do you do <laughs> Maya Angelou? Because I just do, okay. It just is what it is. Why Maya Angelou? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally, she. Just, I was talking to a couple of my homegirls, and they just randomly mentioned Maya, and I just started doing it one night, and they fell on the ground laughing. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, okay. And if you listen to the way I do the Maya Angelou voice, it's not too far from Jay-Z, because mm-hmm. Jay has this, <laughs> he has this thing. Stop, I didn't say the thing yet, nigga. <laughs> Don't laugh yet, Charlemagne. It's kind of in the same register. Mm-hmm. So as Jay t- talks like this, you know, you have to just go right there. Mm-hmm. It blends right in to Maya. <laughs> <and> <laughs> yeah!
4: <Janela. laughs> yeah
6: <laughs> Hold on, I never thought about that, yo. It's the same person. It's the, the same is it of the, is it, Oh,
3: But he don't rhyme when he talk. I wonder why it's like that.
6: They're both, they're both rappers. They're both yes. poets, yeah. Maya is the best rapper that ever lived. Whatever you choose to take is whatever you give. Phenomenal woman am high, phenomenally, it's me, not Jay Z. <laughs> See,
3: See the it lap, just goes right it with it. Now
0: it's... Hove had to come to you wow. one time and, and even find him funny <laughs> or not funny.
6: No, Hove loves the impression. Like the first time I met him, I thought I was gonna get slapped. I ain't gonna lie. Really? this was this was a long time ago in um in DC when Obama first got inaugurated. So Jay did the the concert right before, mm-hmm. and. This ain't a flex at all. I I happen to run into Charlie Mack. I'm just walking, taking pictures in D.C. Mm-hmm. and I see Charlie Mack. Everybody know Charlie. Absolutely. And Charlie's Charlie standing Mac. outside the venue, back backstage. I was like, Charlie, what up? And he's like, hey, What's up, baby? Come on, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you, <laughs> I got you. No, no, I'm, I'm waiting for, pe- for people. But uh, I got you. I got you. Come on, come on, come on. So I get backstage with Charlie Mack. It's just me and him. So you wasn't invited. You just snuck in. I just snuck in. I was with Charlie Mack, and. I'm sitting on a speaker. I'm just in the back. I'm watching dudes working and, and shit. And then all of a sudden, a wave of people come down the stairs. And it's mm-hmm. Jay and his entourage. They mm-hmm. about to go to the stage, right? So I'm sitting on the speaker. The stage is right here. He's coming down the stairs, and they're all about to go to the stage. He sees me and starts walking over to me. And I, you know how in the movies when the camera's coming towards you, but the yeah. per- you start to get smaller? <laughs> That's how I felt. I was like, oh, shit. Here you
3: go. Here it goes. It's, it's going down. And you by yourself. <laughs> I'm, buy, would, I'm dolo. Jay would never get his hands dirty. Now, Tata might ta-ta pepper spray. Ta-ta if somebody. you see Tata, then. then... Either way, I
6: thought someone was going to... You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And he walks up to me. He, he extends his hand. He's like, yo, you be doing the Jigga Man. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave it, you know, the, th- the third person acknowledgement. <laughs> you know, you be doing the Jigga Man. I was like, all right, whatever name you choose to use, <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah. You're uh, 100% right. And that whole night, he just kept uh, walking up to me, making sure I was good. Like, yeah. And then Mary was on stage, Major Box. And he was like, I bet you can't do that. I bet you can't sing like that. So he was like, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> he was really cool. And then we did a drop on video, and he showed the love, and he made me do the laugh in front of him. Wow. So nothing but respect, man.
0: So if you didn't want to do the laugh, you had to do the laugh. He was like, nah, I no, I don't want to do the his, laugh.
6: He put his arm around my neck. <laughs> Envy, I, I think you know what that means when... Do
0: the laugh.
6: A doodle, you do, do the laugh. Do the laugh. If a, if a nigga does that to you, it's like DJ. you like, all
3: right, Jigga, yeah, jigga, right. Now, did you see the viral video of the woman who was complaining that her child's father only buys food for Man, his son we and not her other kids?
6: That. Yeah, I saw it. What's your
3: thoughts on that? She, she need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> she need to go
6: viral shutting the fuck up. Did you see it, though? Did I see her? Yeah, she did a video. I Literally, I was just watching uh, out in the lobby. Oh, okay. Um and she was explaining with her wig on and she was like, you know, he 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 knew what the situation was and I had four other kids and bitch, just those kids came out of your vagina. Those are your responsibilities. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. Um I'm I'm paying for I'm buying my kid food. Now if I got a relationship with those other kids, and it's that kind of day, and it's my kids party and I invite them all, I'ma take care of all of them. Mm-hmm. But if it was a situation where we broke up, and I'm
3: visiting my kid every day. He brings the
0: kid McDonald's.
3: <laughs> well, she's saying that he used to buy McDonald's for the other kids, but now that they're not together, no, not more. together no more, he don't. We broke up with the kids too, bitch. I, the, <laughs>
6: fuck them kids. I broke up with the kids too. When I left you, them kids got left. They didn't come out of my dick. Yeah, That's how I is it, no, it, it them
3: is a, kids didn't come out my balls, yo. they don't get McDonald's. That's on my dime. That's facts. It is a sense of entitlement she has, though, and it's a privilege that she clearly uh, wasn't appreciating. You know what I mean? And now Mm that that guy's gone, she's not realizing, like, he doesn't have to do this.
6: He don't. And and what she fails to realize, too, is most guys, unfortunately, don't take care of their own kids. So the fact that he's showing up every day to see his kid, even though he got tension with her, Mm -hmm. not to say that he get a a point for that, because you're supposed to take care of your kid,
0: but... She's just she's bugging. That's that's all we're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teledano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league.
4: State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. If you're looking for the most epic place on Earth,
3: let's start at the base of a massive waterfall. Then, trek through the thick jungle. Then, climb to the peak of a snowy mountaintop. Then, once you get there, keep going. Because with intelligent 4x4 and 7 drive modes and a
4: Nissan Pathfinder, the search is the real adventure. Available feature. Intelligent 4x4 cannot prevent collisions or provide enhanced traction in all conditions. Always monitor traffic and weather conditions.
1: Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter. A People's History tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way.
0: you, she bugging. Now, I was going to ask you, now you're, you're in Caroline's this weekend, uh, Friday, Saturday. Uh, no, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. So, when you're on stage now, everything is so sensitive. Do you watch what you say and do you curb your jokes or. Nah,
3: I. Because uh, I don't say. Well, let me. I don't know. I, I do say wild shit. You just call that lady a bitch. You, you just neb- stuff, yeah, yeah, you you never just know what can be offended. Like, to me, when mm-hmm. I hear you say the word be. I understand culture, you know right. what I mean, but some people and I might say hear it. it and, I say it
6: yeah. a lot, mm-hmm. and when I say it, and I see the women laugh, they understand that I'm saying it in a, in the funny way, yeah. like I'm never being derogatory. But the point to, to answer your question, no, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't edit what I say because it comes from a real place to me, mm-hmm. and it's not coming from a disrespectful place. And when you hear the context of what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. People don't get offended by that. I mean, I had a, I did have a Karen last year. I but saw that, that when was she stormed the stage on you. That was a mix of alcohol and entitlement, you know, yeah. old school Karen entitlement. So when
0: well, she does storm the stage, what do you do? What do you think? Because first I mean, it of could all, be it could be, there was no storm. Could, oh.
6: Let's just let's just talk about it, right? Let's get let's get into the nitty gritty of it. She skipped. No, no, she actually crawled. I ain't gonna hold you. <laughs> I'm on stage and I'm, ta- I'm 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 playing to my left side, and I look out my peripheral. And she literally has her hands on the stage like a baby learning to walk. Like she's, And in my mind, we in, in Jacksonville. Uh, shout out to Duval. We're in Jacksonville, Florida. And the stage is packed, like in front of the stage is packed. And I'm thinking she has to go to the bathroom and she can't get her way around. So the <laughs> only way for her to get to the bathroom yeah. is to come on stage and then walk down the stairs in the front. And then when she, she stands up, and then she had her hands in the Sally Struthers hands, like she's about to save a little nigga, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like she's about to plea. I said, Oh, she has something she wants to say. Yeah. I need to hear this. Now, some people were like, hey man, she could have killed you. She could have nigga. I assessed her vital organs like the Terminator <laughs> within two seconds. Like I'm a martial artist. I know I know danger when I'm around it. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't have to look. You don't have to be in front of me for me to feel the danger, mm-hmm. right? At no point did I feel like my
3: life was threatened. So I was I like, don't know, man. I saw a white thug storm the stage on you, uh Avion. That's what I saw. You ain't see that. I saw a white mean, thug. She's not... a white thug. White she <laughs> was a she was a white thug who was trying to creep up on you. That's why she was crawling. And she, she needed to be treated as and such. she had a posse with she her. She needed to be treated like the thug she is.
6: Yeah, you that know hooky. what? I, I didn't think of it and, and look at it <laughs> in that way. I stand corrected. That woman was a danger to society. Yes, she was <laughs> and to my young black life. That's right. That's right. Even though I'm not that young. But Nah, man. Uh, I could have easily gave her the Enter the Dragon Bruce Lee slow motion sidekick <laughs> and had that bitch fly over eighteen people. See, mm-hmm. it,
3: it, and you can't cause you a black man. So as soon as you then do the, that, the, the even headline would have been different. That's right. That's so right. that's what I knew.
6: I was like, yeah. I, what am I gonna do to this woman? Mm-hmm. That's gonna be positive for me. Other than you know, I talked about it for about twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. So verbally, she caught that ass whooping. Yeah. But outside of that, she, she was wobbling and doing her thing. in what I, was she upset about? Because I was talking about sex. I was talking about sex and she was just like, you're offending a lot of people in here. And I asked, I said, all these grown ass black people in here? I asked them, are y'all offended by me talking about fucking? And it was like, hell
3: no. Get your white ass off the stage is what they said. (laughs) How you come to a comedy show and you mad at somebody talking about sex? Clearly she wasn't getting enough. (laughs) (laughs) What was the What was the context?
6: Come to Carolines this weekend, okay. and you'll find out <laughs> the context of the sex jokes that I be talking about.
3: I be talking about my dick
6: going inside vaginas.
3: And the crazy part that they let her—they let her sit back in the show after doing that. No, 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 she got kicked out. Okay, oh, okay, okay. They okay, escorted okay. her right out. Wow.
6: And I did twenty long minutes on her after that. It was, it was, because it was unexpected. Like mm-hmm. she threw off the floor of the show for everybody, and then it made TMZ, and and it it caught on. And then the next city I went to, another white woman tried it. What? Yeah, yeah, but my boy Carlos, he was like, bitch, he, he, was, he flew to the front of the stage and was like, nope, we're not even going to acknowledge this. Now, was so, this
3: before the Will Chris Rock thing?
6: Yeah, it was before that. Okay, okay, okay. So this, I mean, I got- you This know, was, I think it was a clout chase. It was a TMZ gotcha. moment. She was like, oh, that other white woman got on
3: TMZ, so let me, so try. Let me try my hand at it. And we didn't even acknowledge it. Just- I- Are you concerned about that type of stuff as a comedian now? Because it seems like you see what happened to Dave. You you know, I mean, Will and Chris. That's I hate when people even bring that up because that's a once in a generation. Yeah, and I hate when
6: people start saying comedians are under attack. No, the fuck, we not. These are all isolated incidents. Mm -hmm. Even the guy, I was there when Chappelle got uh, attacked, and you know, I knew what was about to happen to him because I I knew who all we were all there. So, um. That was even an isolated incident. That was somebody who had a personal beef with Dave and and his content and whatever he, his clout chase moment was. But I'm not concerned. That's scary,
0: though. You look at the weapon he brought in and the fact that he was able to get on that stage. No, like no, that's, that that's very scary. You know, what is, like you said, you could be looking to the left, talking to these people, and he come behind you.
6: Right. But again, if I feared that, then I would fear going to the grocery store, going to the real. mall, mm-hmm. going to the airport. Cause niggas is wild in the airports now. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've been watching. Mm-hmm. They've been fighting and doing all kind of stuff. So, uh-huh. it is what it is, man. If if it's my time, it's my time. But uh, I'm not. I I don't walk in or live in fear. of That I you didn't know. know you knew
3: martial arts. There's a
6: lot you don't know. You know. You guys finger booty holes in here.
3: <laughs> Big rubber. That is martial arts. That is martial arts. <laughs> that is not martial yes, arts. Yes, it is. That Mr. Miyagi wax on, wax off. That wax is finger in, finger that is out. That is martial arts, nigga. That we is. We can not... kill people with these fingers, Avion. Okay, <laughs> that we were practicing martial arts in that nah. moment. Nah, but yeah, you know, I don't.
6: I'm not a. I'm not a master or anything like that. But I know enough to get away. What we'll belt? What we'll belt? No belt. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Wing Chun.
3: You know, you know what's so interesting? And I say this all the time. Nick Cannon knows martial arts, too. People think, he, bro, oh, no know. I know. If you want to.
6: I know. <laughs> Nick, Nick, is a, Nick is a little bro. I've, I've known Nick for a long time. Obviously, wilding out. Um, But Nick Nick trains. The thing about Nick that people sleep on is how multi-talented he really is. Yeah. Like, I don't know where he got caught up in this, what people call him, corny. But he's far from corny. Mm-hmm. The dude, I used to watch him on set. He would have a, a, a programming music board in front of him. He'd be programming beats and the MTV execs will be trying to have a meeting with him, and he's meeting with him. He's talking mm-hmm. about the next line of shows and blah, blah, blah. Then he's DJing, an after party, literally DJing. And then he's getting on stage with us, and he's doing characters, and he's doing, then he freestyle raps, and then he, he dances too. Mm-hmm. So he's really he's really uh, a multi-hyphen, to do. and then he, he's got a bunch of kids.
3: So who's more talented, Nick Cannon or Michael Jackson?
0: Oh, shut up, man.
3: What you could karate chop Charlamagne right with you gonna That's a valid <laughs> <He gonna> get, <laughs> question.
6: Come on, man. Let's let's just move on from that. <laughs> Charlemagne. Okay,
3: it's clearly Nick Cannon. <laughs>
6: <think. God's> crazy. <laughs> Come on, you know, Charlemagne. As as you,
0: know, you, you know, we talked about it. Uh, Charlemagne was out this week. Chris Brown, Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who's more talented?
6: Chris said it himself. He said that's that's Cap. You can't you can't you can't even compare the two because Michael is the influence of of Chris, right? Very true. So it's almost like saying who's more talented between Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor? You can't... One doesn't cancel out the other. I actually heard Eddie say this years ago on Arsenio. He said... At a, there was a time when people were trying to pit him and Richard against each other and Richard was feeling like, oh, you the new young guy that's stealing my thunder. Mm-hmm. And so Eddie says, if I come to high school and get 100 on my test this year... And years ago, you got a hundred on your test. Does my hundred cancel out your hundred? No,
0: definitely.
6: it doesn't. So why can't we just let Chris be great now, and Michael was great then? Period. Mm-hmm. There's there's no there's no uh, who's more talented because to me they're talented in different ways. Chris is a more youthful. Chris crumps and does. He's a b boy. He's a multiple. Hyphen it. He flips
0: while he dances. And he does, does all that shit. Michael wasn't
6: flipping, but the stuff Michael did. I saw Michael in concert. Really? I saw people fainting yeah. in front of... I've seen a lot of people in concert. And let me tell you something. I've never seen niggas faint at any other concert. And I've seen all the greats. Michael, by far, was the one that was an alien on stage. He made people come... He made people <laughs> float it was niggas was wilding. they was they had emergency tents on the side of his shows for er like for people that was passing out or 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 whatever they was yeah. convulsing <laughs> they was doing all kind of shit um but michael just had that effect on people so his his gift is beyond a talent like oh he can dance really good mm-hmm. mike was phenomenal
3: yeah, the problem with the Michael Jackson, Chris Brown yeah. debate is that they're not even talking music and dancing no more. Like, you know, they start to oh, he can play basketball and he can spray paint. It's like, what that got to do? with What we talking about? And then about?
6: we're dealing with a series of people that don't recognize talent. The, the generation that we're in, you don't have to be talented to make it. So Very you have true. a lot of people who have no idea what talent is. You know, everything is viral videos and reality shows. There's mm-hmm. a you don't have to be talented to be famous now. Mm-hmm. So when people are, are talking about Talented and who's more talented. They don't know what the fuck they're saying. You know?
3: I don't even know what fame is anymore. We had Kim Fields here her, 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 uh, yesterday. And I was saying to Kim, like, man, you came up in the 80s when celebrity when fame was, was celebrity. Real. Yeah. That's why it's still last night. That's why you see them now be like, oh, shit.
6: Right. Fame was real. Yeah, it's, it's... You don't have to do anything to qualify to be famous now. You just mm-hmm. have to be seen a whole bunch of times. Mm-hmm. And when people see you on the street and recognize you and want to take a picture with you, now you're famous.
3: So does that cheapen... Uh, like somebody like yourself who's actually talented, right? Do you think people appreciate that talent?
6: They probably don't, but I don't. I don't base my. I don't hang my validation on that. Mm-hmm. I know who I am. I know what I got. Like I haven't been on y'all show in damn near eleven years. Yeah, 10, 11. Years. Damn, it's been that long. long yeah, it, it's been a long time. This is only my second time on this show. Yeah, yet I'm still relevant. Eleven years later. That's right. right? Yeah. So for me, it, it don't matter what they're saying or how they define me. I, I just do what the fuck I do. And because I know that they're not qualified to, to put me in a category or a box, mm-hmm. I just keep doing what I do.
3: And I mean, you made those adjustments, mm-hmm. right? Because, you know, you, you you see you on social media. We mm-hmm. saw you on the yeah. joint with Cardi B uh, when y'all was out in the woods. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cardi tries. Shout out to Cardi B, man. She's one of the sweetest people in the world. Cardi's dope. Yeah. I was
0: going to ask, you know, since you grinded, we talked about your grinding, how long you've been grinding. Do you respect some of these these new comedians that come up and necessarily don't have to grind the same way a thousand percent
6: why a thousand i was just talking to country wayne the other day and telling him the same thing like we we put so much emphasis on the platform that they're using mm-hmm. right when we all have this access to the same platform mm-hmm. so just because they're using it and it it looks easier and they don't have to grind that you sound like the old nigga like man back in my day mm-hmm. we had to walk 18 miles in snow barefooted nah when I see those guys, I, I, it it puts me in a mindset of Def Comedy Jam back in the day or Comic View, right? That's a, so-called the traditional way of how you grind to be a comedian, right? There was garbage niggas there, too. true. And there was greatness in that platform, too. So now you have garbage on the internet and you have greatness on the internet. Mm-hmm. So Ha Ha Davis, Country Wayne, Desi Banks. Jess Hilarious. Uh, hilarious Pretty Miss V. Pretty V, yeah. They are all hilarious. I I literally watch their their pages. I don't just watch one video I will scroll through their pages and just have a good laugh because they're very clever They're very funny and they've taken that platform and use it to their advantage So why wouldn't I use it in the same way? I have the ability to do it Mm -hmm. and I'm a traditional stand-up So I don't feel no kind of way. I, I feel like Thank God they found a newer way to do it and to reach the audience directly it cuts out the middleman you know what i mean agents and managers don't always have the answer and, and a lot of times they don't have the the patience or the the desire to help develop you and so i'm thankful that these guys figured out a way uh the white boy trevor wallace is hilarious I know him, I look, him up. look up trevor wallace he's 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 stupid but he's selling out theaters just off the internet you know you don't need necessarily to have a stand-up special anymore mm-hmm. to to get that visibility and to have people want to come see you. Like we was just saying earlier, your fame is based on how many times they see you over and over and over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that's what fame fame is, is cumulative now. You can you can put a number to it. Um but to answer your question, I feel no kind of way. I, I, I love these the the, the the folks that are on the internet that are funny. I was just watching in the lobby. Uh y'all y'all watch Filet? The dude that uh, does the basketball, oh, the basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, man, I get great laughs watching him, and all he's doing is commentary. Yeah. But it's the way he's saying it. it's a talent. Yep. It's how he's describing basketball, something we all love to watch. But he's he because he plays, he's watching it in a certain way, and then he's singing the, you know, fillet yeah. Yeah, 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 You know, it's, it's just dope. I, I get I get a kick out of all that shit, and I'm not a hater. I support anybody that's doing it the right way or this
3: that's funny. Do you think because uh <laughs> we were born in like the 1900s right right that that we're <laughs> we looking definitely were. we're looking for these people we're looking for something to validate these people like instead of just enjoying them and realizing this is the new way we're waiting for them to get signed to a TV show or a movie I uh, think I think we live in a hater culture. Mm-hmm. That's what hip hop has
6: become. We can't wait to hate. You know what I'm saying? Um I've seen it with y'all. I've seen it with with anyone who was doing their thing. People want to find something to say to tear you down, mm-hmm. and that's just our culture. I don't know why mm-hmm. the fuck yep. that is. Back in the '70s, uh, it was more peace, loving, and you know what I'm saying, and hair grease, Increase, and everybody right. was more like, "Yeah, brother, yeah, sister," and it was more unity. And something about this hip hop world, man, where we want to throw away everything tomorrow, and oh, you wearing, th- you still wearing them slides? Oh, yeah. nigga, them <laughs> shit's last week, nigga. <laughs> you need the new shit, and this, 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 the new shit. So we do that with our gems too. You know what I mean? Thank God for the New Edition movie, for example, because we all love New Edition. Absolutely. But it opened them up to a a new fan base, that that, that, that movie, and now they're thriving again. They're having another wave, and they've had about 75 waves. Mm -hmm. But I say that to say, it's a shame that a lot of our artists got to do joint concerts in theaters when Rolling Stones can do arenas for the rest of their life, or U2, because they don't throw away their gems. That's right. We always want the next new hot shit.
0: I would say that in, in, in radio as well. Like, you listen to some of the, the pop stations. They still play Rolling Stones. Right. But, like, if you listen to, to some of these hip-hop stations, you won't hear an LL Cool J. You won't hear a new addition. We're welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Teladano. It's an insider's look at the NBA and the coaches surrounding the league.
1: Time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now streaming on Hulu.
4: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God,
0: Unless it's poison, poison. They're gonna play yeah, they're gonna play that. They're gonna play poison. But like, you don't even hear Montel Jordan. This is how we do it. Unless it's a, <clears throat> a throwback hour, you know what I mean? Right. Which is crazy because, like you said, it's still our gems. It's still our music. It still
6: hits. And we need to value that. We need to value. We need to value the the, the gems, man. And I think we're so quick to throw away and to hate on. And you know, people want to see you fall. Mm-hmm. They want to see the scandal. But what I've learned on how to pivot out of that, all that shit is because of all of that. We live in a short attention span. Generation. That's real. So you do some dumb shit today, and (laughs) it's by next Thursday they're gonna forget about that shit because there's gonna be 40 other things that happen. Absolutely.
3: And and by the way, people don't really care because here's the truth to the matter if all of those people that critique us got the same type of critique every day, that culture wouldn't even exist because nobody would want that that smoke. Nobody would want that for themselves. And and you're right.
6: So the people that sit back and, and, and critique, Everything that we do, right?
3: Envy. I don't like his
6: beard. His, his beard is fake. I've heard people saying that. But it's true. That's true. That's true. That's not true. I've heard <laughs> them saying he that, it. and they talking about your 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 transformation of your face. That's, right? true bleaches his
3: skin. that's true too. I never bleach. But I got a good Dermatologist cartel? No, no vibes cartel. I got a good dermatologist. No, 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 good dermatologist though. no surgery you. either. They think I got surgery. No you got Sammy surgery also. too. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he gets his eyebrows done
3: never got my eyebrows done you do get your eyebrows done
0: no I, I don't eyebrows,
3: yes you do I've never Chalamet. got my eyebrows done cool. I would tell y'all
6: yo. you didn't get that one
3: thread no pluck thread. no it's reconstruction it's surgery on my eyebrows that's why it goes up like this see, now to be honest like I did get them arched back see, in the day see, but see, I'll tell you why see look the truth always comes out it always
6: comes out I never, I never <laughs> touched no, my eyebrows except for one time back in 1979
3: when I had one incident I did. I used to do telemarketing. Uh, the, 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 my two homegirls, uh, Nina and Shemira. We don't care about the story now. It's yeah. the fact that you had it, it done. Did. But they gassed me up. They told me Tupac got his eyebrows off. All
6: right. The, the fact is, you got it done and you fucking lied about it two minutes ago. <laughs> and now you had to fess up. You got
4: it done.
6: So that means every other thing is true. It's, it's you had reconstructive yeah. surgery. You got surgery for it. You Yeah, You got yeah, bleach. You got... <laughs> the bleach and cream is real. All like me. It's all real.
3: Uh, I forgot what our point was, but. What was we talking about? I don't know. Not a goddamn we thing. Can know. No he's not getting stop it now what do you think what do you think about the current state of like just comedy? Is it is it stand, does stand-up still matter? Oh a thousand percent
6: um I, I think I think comedy's in a great place actually like we all make money uh, off of it. the bags are, are nice um, It's a way for you to control your own voice and destiny mm-hmm. um it's a lot of us out here getting it and and with legitimate fan bases and comedy is very necessary. You know, I, I get people all the time coming up to me saying, man, during the pandemic, you saved my life. These are the words that they mm-hmm. use. <clears throat> I'm just doing what I'm doing. I don't think about who I'm affecting or whose life I'm so-called saving. But the fact that they feel that I had a, I helped them through whatever dark time they was in, I know what my purpose is. I know that I'm in my purpose. And even though I I go through my own dark shit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I go through my own struggles. And I'm glad you are one of the, the first advocates of therapy. Um I, I I've been in therapy for the last three years too. Dope. So just managing my own uh, transparency of of my own, you know, my my bags of darkness or my bags of of tr- trauma. I'm happy that I can help somebody else through my gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm
0: saying? What got you in therapy? What was the reason you decided to?
6: Go? A relationship. <clears throat> I was I was breaking up with this with this girl, and in the middle of an argument we were having, I I saw the spotlight turn around on me. And I was like, wait, I've been here before with several other women. This same type of argument, the same exact energy, it has to be me. It has to be something that I'm doing to attract this type of toxicity. And I literally got on the phone with uh, my boy Jay Lee. Jay Lee is an actor. uh, He's a comedian, too. But he's one of the first friends that I had that talked about therapy, right? Um, He did a whole movie about it with Michael Ealy called Atypical Wednesdays. And so... I call him in the midst of that argument. Like she's packing her shit. She's doing all that shit. I said, Yo, man, um, can you refer me to your therapist? I think I need to talk to somebody. Like I was really in that in that mindset. And so anyway, long story short, I, I ended up getting a therapist and I I wanted to make sure it was a black therapist because I didn't want to have to explain the black experience to somebody too, on top of other trauma. Mm-hmm. Right. And and yeah, so I started going and we clicked immediately and she helped me really navigate my life into to put it on the table. And that's something that I, I don't mind doing anyway. I, I like to be transparent with myself mm-hmm. and I don't like to lie to myself.
3: You know? I mean, most comedians are very self-aware. That's why y'all are able to be so observational. With yeah, but humor. a lot of us feel like,
6: especially in this hip hop culture, a lot of us feel like we still have to be tough and that we gotta be cool. Mm-hmm. We gotta be, we, we think we're rappers. You know, we, we, we mm-hmm. try to act like what rappers personify. And I, I'm not trying to do that, man. Like I, I I can rap, but that don't mean I got to act like your shit is all good, nigga. You know me, I I'm out here. You know what I'm saying? It's all so good. Like, my entourage. You know? man, fuck these <laughs> niggas, man. You know what I'm saying? Whatever.
3: Comedians are way realer than rappers.
6: <laughs> Comedians are way realer than rappers. To me. No, no, but we're, rappers aren't allowed to be real. Yeah. The culture of rap does not allow them to be vulnerable, and I don't—I use the word soft loosely, but— you get looked at as soft if you're a rapper that's crying or mm-hmm. or showing emotion about something. It just, you know, rap is still built on that street mentality, and I, I get it. Like, I bumped that shit in the whip, but I, I don't want to feel angry all the time.
3: <laughs> yeah, you know, it's interesting. Some comedians <clears throat> say they don't want to go to therapy and stuff because <clears throat> they don't want to fix that trauma because they feel like that trauma is, like, the source of a lot of their, their, their inspiration, their creativity, their jokes. Nah, get that shit out.
6: Get that shit out. I don't give a fuck how, how creative you think it's making you. Go to therapy and get that stuff out because there's always a pattern that you're leaving when there's trauma. Mm-hmm. There's a pattern that you're living and there's a pattern that you're leaving in the wake of whoever's path that you cross. Mm-hmm. You have to get that out. You know, it's a lot of people that that say cocaine makes them a better artist. Yeah. All right, but that shit is fucking your brain up, though. Right. You know what I'm saying? You may have five uh, fire projects off of that cocaine, but you need to get healed from that. You Absolutely. Need to, you need to flush.
3: Persistent. Did it Did it help you, you know, breaking mm. up? People don't realize that's, like, that's grieving. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Google when you break up with somebody. He, oh, for sure.
0: We called the radio yesterday, and he was hurt. Him and his girl broke yeah. up, and he was grieving. And it was like, you grieving. No, it's, it's real.
6: Um... I was on tour years ago when I when I first started with this this uh, older comedian, and he said calmly, "He said a woman can make you feel your best, and a woman can make you feel your worst. Mm-hmm. That's all he said. Damn bars, and hell yeah, I grieve. Mm-hmm. I grieve because it's, it's 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 hard when you really are in love with somebody and you cannot figure out how to make it work." Mm-hmm. And then you start going back and, and saying, man, where did I, did I go wrong somewhere? Did I not get to know this person enough to to bond with them and to to make it real, to make it last? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that shit is it's crazy. And you know, a lot of times we breaking up with one person is hard, and some of us have broken up with five people, right. and that shit is, is tough. It's tough to carry. So you got to get therapy for for those things, and then realize how the relationship that your parents had affected you. No, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? That's that's where a lot of the trauma lives. So um,
0: Therapy, therapy, therapy Go get it Word And this week And you're gonna be at Carolines <laughs> They didn't believe in me Friday at Carolines Saturday, dead 945 <laughs> Saturday at 7 and Saturday at 945 You can get your tickets at carolines.com And we appreciate you for what, joining what, what, us New
6: York didn't believe in me
3: <laughs> Carolines dead when, when it's all said and done How do you think people gonna remember Avion Crockett? Uh They gonna remember
6: me as the guy that did it his way you know, uh, with, a, with a, a good attitude, mm-hmm. you know. I don't complain. I don't ask people for shit. I just do it my way. I don't mind putting my money where my, where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finance my own projects. Um, I, I, I have the attitude of gratitude, and, and I don't feel entitled to anything. No one owes me anything. So hopefully when they remember me, they're like, yo, that dude worked his ass off, and he did it with a smile. All right.
0: We appreciate you for joining us. And how do you pronounce your name? The correct name, Afion. Afion. He called you. He called me like, Afeon just now, but I think that
6: was... Afion so all
3: is ye- all these years has been Afion.
0: There's no V in
6: my fucking name, Charlemagne. I just thought it was. I can say Charlemagne.
3: That I didn't. Know. How the fuck you say Charlemagne? <laughs> <laughs> There's a G in that motherfucker. <laughs> how did I know how to say that? I didn't say Charlemagne. I don't think I've ever heard that. Um, Afion. How did you not hear it, nigga? He my, he I always Afeon. thought they were saying Afion this whole time. Wow, you learn something new every day. My goodness. A-fian, Man, Crockett. Charlamagne,
6: fuck you, and just give me the number to your eyebrow specialist. Because before my show's at Caroline, I want to make sure my shit is lined up and, and plucked and all going in the right direction.
0: So last question before we get up out of here. We always ask the Mount Rushmore of comedians. Yeah. Who do you have?
6: That's that's a long list, but for me, I have to talk about who influenced me the most. Correct. Okay. Uh, number one is Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Um... Martin Lawrence. Okay. The Wayans family, I count as one because that's a lot of faces. But it's right. a lot of faces on that. But but you know Keenan and Damon and the, all of them. They, they... So,
3: so you mean when you say Wayans, you mean just with the show or with stand up? The TV, everything. Everything, everything Wayans.
6: Okay. Those mm-hmm. those they don't get talked about enough
3: mm-hmm. as true, comedy
6: man. royalty. That's right. true, right? Um, writing, producing, performing, stand up nepotism.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Right? In the in the in the right way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they just don't get they don't get talked about enough. And
3: You kinda an efficient Wayne in, in a way. Yeah,
6: yeah I'm Atheon Wayans. They they adopted me. <laughs> in <laughs> they, a way. They definitely adopted me. But rightfully so, and I was able to say this to to Keenan when we did dance flick, I said, I said, you know I went to the school of, of Wayans. I went to your school. I studied everything you did. And he looked at me and said, he said, you did it the right way. You you did great. Mm-hmm. You soaked up all the right information and that's why you're here. So yeah, I, I definitely I no 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 cap. Like I I really studied those those folks.
3: Who's the first one that that, that embraced you? Was it Marlon?
6: Marlon and Sean, because okay. I auditioned for them uh for this this pilot that we did on, on VH1. And I made them niggas laugh so hard in the room. Sean threw a water bottle at me while I was still in in audition mode. Right, I was playing this this rapper and I was freestyle rapping. And I was going going off in the room. But anyway, the th- the two of them were the ones that uh, that understood the DNA because I I studied them. They were the younger Wayanses. So mm-hmm. when they used to do those characters Snuff and Rome, I copied that. Like I really was just you know I dialed into that voice of what the, of what they did. Um, but anyway,
3: Eddie, Eddie Martin, Martin Williams, Wayanses. Williams. One more.
6: Um, George Carlin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I would have said Chris Rock because he's up there too, but he's influenced by Carlin as well. So Absolutely. we got to go to the source. Um, but again, that Mount Rushmore is a it's a it's a long list of people.
3: I slept on Carlin, and I mean, <clears throat> don't get me wrong, I've always heard the greatness of George Carlin. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that doc that's on HBO Max right now, yeah. oh my god, yeah, I was like, man, there's nobody doing that right now.
6: Fearlessly. Yeah. And he was doing it way back then. So, you know, imagine if he was alive today and doing some of that same material, how it would be received or or not received Mm -hmm. because of the sensitivities that we're in. But honorable mention to Richard Pryor, like he's the godfather of it all. I don't think he can even be ranked. Um, And like it or love it, uh, the genius of Cosby as a comedian, Mm -hmm. (laughs) as a comedian, Um, it's it's warranted. Um, He did some brilliant stuff as a businessman, as a comedian, all the other shit I can't vouch for. Got
3: gotcha. um, you. you want to say his name right? What's my name? Affion. 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 Oh, my goodness, You motherfucker. Man. Mr. Crockett. That's what Russell Simmons He says Affion. <laughs> it's very...
6: He never says it the correct way. Affion Afion sounds smarter. <laughs> it sounds more It sounds more lucrative. You, you should say Affion. He calls me Affion all the time. Oh. So. <laughs> this guy's good. He's good. He's good. Appreciate you, Charlotte Magny. <laughs>
0: Crockett is the Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs>